Hello everyone and welcome back to Waste and Good Taste. I am Christina. Welcome if you are new. This is my podcast where I tackle sustainability and how you can incorporate that into your life as well as other things. So today's episode is going to be focused on what the heck even is sustainability, why should I care, and to be honest, I didn't really get into sustainability or know what it was as a movement, as a concept, until about two years ago when I first started college. I had a professor who her absolute passion is sustainability, especially within the fashion industry, as fashion is the second most polluting industry in the entire world next to the oil and gas industry. Cringe, I know. We all wear clothes. What can we even do about it? As that's a whole other issue, today I thought I'd start with defining sustainability. I'll start within a textbook term and then go into more real life and then more into why you should care, I guess. So sustainability as defined by a dictionary is the avoidance of the depletion of natural resources in order to maintain an ecological balance. Sounds like science mumbo jumbo to me, but that's why I'm here. I'm gonna break it down for you. So in my mind, sustainability is we shouldn't be using up things at a point where we can't replenish them or retain them. We can't cut down all the trees because we want to build whatever, but then we can't replant trees or keep up regrowth and then the earth dies. You know, there are things we can do to avoid that. So more precedently, the UN made this report on the global warming life or death situation that we have to make serious change before the change becomes irreversible in 2030 and we are all in for a wild downhill slide. They said that we are above what we should be at for the global warming rise and bad stuff's gonna happen. I'm really butchering what this article is about, but if you're curious about it, just Google search UN report on global warming, you'll find different renditions of it, and you should definitely take a look. Again, I said I butchered it. So where does this all tie in to what you can do or what brands can do? I recently read the Business of Fashion 2019 look at the year report, and one of the main topics they said is going to be prevalent in 2019 is sustainability and consumer social awareness. They say that the new millennial generation is woke. They actually use that term. There are many reports coming out on what the view on sustainability and how it's going to change fashion in 2019 and years beyond. Kind of what they say sustainability is depends on who you ask. So sustainable fashion could be their brand's environmental impact, social justice, ethical workforce. Some people focus on the use of animal and textiles, fur, leather, real fur, faux fur. To be honest, faux fur is still super bad for the environment, so maybe just avoid fur in general, depending on what your beliefs are. Sustainability is kind of an umbrella term. It encompasses everything that has to do with the creation, distribution, everything to do with the life cycle of a consumer product or business product, any product really. And sustainability is super complex. It's an issue. It requires a lot of research and energy even to put those things into practice. Sustainability has been in and out of the news over the past several years. 
And because there's more and more people talking about it, more and more people are trying to do something about it. This does, in some cases, lead to greenwashing, which isn't good either. Essentially, greenwashing is where a company will say, we made this one shirt out of organic cotton and it's better for the environment when in reality there's probably someone in a third world country being paid less than a penny a day to make that shirt that you're now buying for. Sometimes a ridiculous price, sometimes a good price. Then again, it depends what brand it is and if you want to support that brand or not. I highly suggest looking into the brands you are buying from currently Do they talk about what sustainable practices they have? Corporate social responsibility, CSR. Are they taking good care of their employees? Nike has a page on their website where they talk about where all of their factories are as after the collapse of Rana Plaza, they kind of got some shade thrown at them. So they're like, oh no, better do something. Because as a consumer, your dollar is your vote. The brands you are buying from, you are supporting them and their practices. If you choose to spend your money with them or not, can affect their business. You are one person, yes. Maybe you don't feel like you're that important, but if you stop buying from them and someone's like, hey, you want to go shopping at that place? You're like, oh no, I actually don't want to support them. Most people are kind of going to perk up and be like, wait, why? They have great clothes. And you'll be like, well, I read this article and I listened to Waste and Good Taste podcast and they said to look into this and I did and... I don't really want to support what this brand is doing. That goes a lot into the fast fashion industry and what those people are doing. Some are trying to do smaller, better acts. Some aren't doing anything at all. And I think it's really important for you to look into it and to know where you stand. Don't just take my word for it. Some of these articles are very sciencey, very high up wordy, but some people break it down. That's kind of what I'm trying to do, trying to make this digestible trying to make this not very overwhelming because when I first got into sustainability, I was like, I don't want to shop fast fashion at all. This seems ridiculous. These companies are horrible. But when you look at a truly, say, a B certified corporation, which means they're a better business, they're good, they're, the government says they're doing good stuff for the environment, some of those clothing pieces are super out of my price range. I am a student. I am not made of money, unfortunately. How cool would that be to be rich, right? A lot of these sustainable green companies that are doing better, that are paying fair wages to their workers are just kind of out of my price range. And I mean, thrifting is super underrated. I know that Macklemore song made it popular for a while and then I don't know if it's died down. Maybe it's just a hipster thing now, but I love thrifting. You can find super cool stuff for dirt cheap prices, but if that's not within your time limit or your abilities, depending on where you live, just make sure that what you are buying, you are going to wear more than seven times. Know in your head what outfit you're going to wear it with, where you're going to wear it, where you're going to wear it again, where you're going to wear it again, where you're going to wear it again. Because the average female consumer will buy something and wear it less than seven times before they get rid of it. And also, talking about end use of a garment's life cycle, please don't throw out your clothes. Don't throw them in the garbage. If I ever say get rid of something, I don't mean throw it out donate. People have been brainwashed to only donate the quote-unquote good stuff in their wardrobe. In reality, that is not at all the criteria for things. Donate everything. You are so not qualified to make the decision whether or not something has an end use somewhere else. Maybe someone's not going to use it again as a shirt 
Maybe they're going to cut it up and use it as cloths, use it as insulation, whatever they do with end use textiles. It's a lot that goes into donation. I'm not trying to be condescending. It's just another frame of mind to look at it that there are people who literally get paid to sort that clothing and by not donating, you're taking that job away from someone else. So I want to take a step back now, kind of away from the fashion industry, because I know not everyone's into fashion. That might not be their top frame of mind. That might not be the most accessible thing to them. So in everyday life, there are many things you can do to make more sustainable habits. I'll give a few right now, but there are so many that can be brought into practice. Again, maybe you're someone that gets a coffee every morning on your way to work. Maybe instead of taking that single-use cup that can't be recycled, that the lid can be recycled in most cases, unless it's a black lid, you're gonna bring a reusable one. You're probably gonna save a little bit of money depending on where you're going. Almost any coffee brand will give you maybe a 10, 15 cent discount. But imagine if you're someone that gets coffee every day, 10 cents every day, do the math, but you're probably gonna save money in the end. Maybe you're someone that normally buys a water bottle or just gets little cups of water at work. Maybe buy a funky cool new water bottle, take that to work, refill it, Again, saving money, saving resources, maybe adding a little personality, maybe you just have a plain water bottle. Maybe it's something that reminds you to drink more water. That water bottle's just sitting there on your desk all day. Wow, I haven't taken a sip of water in a while. I don't know. Think of it however you want. Maybe, and this is one of my personal touch points, is that stop using straws. Maybe buy a reusable one. There's a lot of cool ones. It's trendy. Hop on the trend. You're gonna look adventurous and eco-friendly. And that's in now. People are talking about it. Articles are being written. You don't want to miss out on the sustainability train. Choo-choo, it's leaving. Stop using straws. Stop killing the turtles. I'll give you a pat on the back if you buy a reusable straw or just say no to straws and just drink things like a normal person out of a cup. If you wear lipstick or makeup, maybe buy paper straws that can be biodegradable, compostable, those types of things. And for the love of all things green people, stop using single-use plastic bags. It's 2019. It's acceptable to have a reusable bag now. It's trendy. It's normal. I mean, I don't want you to refer to everything as doing everything that's trendy. I'm just trying to encourage people to be more green. I carry one with me wherever I go. Even if I don't intend on buying something that day, it's always good to have. Maybe just to carry stuff around. I don't know. I just always have one. Because imagine the amount of times you've been charged five cents for a bag at the grocery store. Again, saving money. You already have all your bags. A lot of brands give them away for free. Lululemon is super known for that. These are things you can be doing in your everyday life that you don't have to go cold turkey and throw everything you own out in one night. You can slowly do this. Maybe every other month you introduce a new habit that is a little bit more green. Maybe you don't buy that new book that everyone's reading. Maybe you support your local library. Maybe you get Netflix rather than buying DVDs. I don't know if anyone buys DVDs anymore. I'm kind of scraping the barrel here. Or maybe if you're super adventurous, you don't buy your coffee every day. Maybe you make it. Maybe you get up a little bit earlier and do that, but I know that's, once again, not everyone has the time to do these things. I'm trying to give you the super easy, basic, big problem ones. 
it's especially an issue at grocery stores. They're getting super called out right now. There's very few places you can buy a single normal cucumber that isn't wrapped in plastic because why? It's like bananas. If you ever see bananas in plastic, oh no, it's like they don't already have a protective layer. Let's put them in this stuff that doesn't break down and is super hard to recycle. Just single-use items in general you should try and avoid. If you, It's very likely that you already have a reusable bag, a reusable water bottle, a travel mug. I feel like the general public probably has these things or knows someone that has a million that doesn't need that many. Maybe you can ask a friend to borrow them. These aren't things you really need to be spending money on. These are actually things you're probably saving money by doing, which saving money is always a bonus. Save that cash money to do other things. And as sustain- really take a shot every time I say sustainability in this podcast because it'll probably be a wild time. But sustainability is a very important issue and it doesn't have to be the core focus of your life. You don't have to do these things and be like, hey, look at me, I'm being sustainable. This is what everyone should be doing, even though it is. Just kind of make these small changes and do the world a favor, you know? I hope this episode helped people understand the complexities of sustainability and what they can do to help. I'll leave a little summary in the show notes about the major topics I covered, just so you can maybe look back on it. And I'll definitely be doing episodes in the future where I go more in depth about other things you can be doing. Maybe you're already doing all of these things and shout out to you. I love you. The earth loves you. This is a great starting point for anyone that maybe didn't even know that some of these issues were a thing. I definitely never considered it. I went about my everyday life doing these things until you learn a little bit of something. And then I spend most of my time researching garbage. It's really interesting. Definitely go follow me at Christina's underscore roses on social media. Send me a DM. Hey, what did you learn about garbage today? I'll chat you up all about it. But thank you for taking the time to listen today. I know today's episode was a bit longer, but I feel like this is something that people don't understand. Sustainability gets thrown around a lot and it's lost some of its meaning, especially through greenwashing. But I don't know, the the movement needs a name and sustainability, zero waste, low impact living. All of these things should be talked about or people should have a better understanding of them because if you're an educated consumer, there are so many things you can do. There are so many ways you can make better purchase decisions feel better about the things you buy. There's nothing worse than going out to a mall, buying something, coming home, washing it, and having it basically fall apart before you can even wear it. So as always, I am Christina. This is Waste and Good Taste. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. And come on back if you want to learn more about sustainability, my journey with it. But I hope you have a fabulous week and maybe try something green this week.